<laughs> hey, Scott. Hey, Ellie. I'm Ellie Kemper. And I'm Scott Eckert. And this is our wonderful podcast, Born to Love, where we have guests on to talk about something, anything in the world that they love. Scott, how was your week? Oh, my week was fantastic. It's the end of summer. It's the beginning of a new school year. Yes. The changing of the seasons. How about you, Ellie? Anything you love this week? There were many things that I love this week. Many things I loathe this week, Scott, but life is a balance and we're all just trying to work it out. Um, one of the things that I loved this week, and you did mention it's the end of summer. That's true. Um, summer <laughs> is starting to fade. Fall is making its way through the door. But it's creeping up to the porch. It's not fall's not no, started creeping no, in yet. Fall won't start it's creeping in August. for weeks. It's still August, Scott. <laughs> We're sweltering. We're hot. It's the dog days. It's the dog days of summer. And in that spirit, um, I, I'll just disclose my location. It's Pasadena, California, a hot place, uh, especially mm-hmm. in the summer. And uh, I've, I've been in Pasadena for a few weeks, and it's really hot here. Every day at 10 a.m., it gets unbearably hot, okay? Uh, come to Pasadena. <laughs> I work on the tourist bureau for Pasadena. But anyway. They don't pay you enough. <laughs> No. You work for the tourist borough of Pasadena, and all you've said so far is about how insufferably hot it is. Yeah. You deserve visit. to lose that job, Ellie. We have sun and high temps. I had a window to run. You know I like to run, Scott. I had got to get my mm-hmm. support for my mental health, my endorphins, my quads. I had a 30-minute window to run. So I ran for 20 and stretched for 10. I know that seems like a lot of stretching, but I'm getting older. So I had to stretch to prevent injury. I finished and, you know, it was on to the next. I was taking my kids to a park and I had to get on that job next. Guess what, Scott? What? There was not time. There was actually not time for me to take a shower. Uh Uh-oh. Did I mention that it gets really hot in Pasadena? So I was sweating. There was no time for me to shower. I said, do you know what? I'm just going to take off my sweaty clothes I'm going to do a quick dry off with like a towel. I didn't say this was, you know, appetizing, but that's what happened. I had to dry off my sweat with a towel. And then I changed, (laughs) and then I changed into my, into my street clothes, a fresh shorts and t-shirt. But what I knew in my head, I was like, that means today's going to be a dirty day. Like it's, Mm. I'm just going to be dirty all day. I'm taking my kids to a park. I'm going to sweat my ass off there. All right. Because I mentioned it's hot in Pasadena. I'm going to go to the next thing. I'm going to be hot there. I'm going to go to the thing after that and be hot there. I'm going to be dirty all day. And Scott, I loved it. Because there was no, I had no professional engagements. You know what I'm saying. I I wasn't. (laughs) I had no meetings <laughs> with the tourism bureau that day. You weren't trying to impress anyone. No. And you just embraced your disgustingness. I embraced it. And it felt, Scott, mm-hmm. like I was getting away with something. <laughs> <laughs> All those people in line at Starbucks don't know that I haven't showered today. <laughs> If they knew how much salt was on my skin right now, they'd be disgusted. Because the thing is, you can still look fine. Like, I had the sweat in my hair, which added body. I mean, it's Pasadena. Everybody's got sweat in their hair. Everybody knows how hot it is outside. 
So even if yes. they could see how dirty I was, it would be excused. But the point is that I wasn't afraid. Sometimes when I'm going about my day, you try to avoid getting sweaty because you don't want to go to a lunch date or uh, your friend's house or the supermarket looking, you know, sweaty. But on this day, I surrendered to the sweat and the dirt. I didn't attempt to rectify the situation. And God bless me if I didn't have the best day of my life because I was just (laughs) out there living. Oh, yeah. Ellie, I got to tell you, maybe try showering less. Yes, if Scott? not showering led to the best day of your life, go go with that. My kids, my kids, they take showers every other day. And sometimes oh, yeah. I envy them for that. And we say, oh, oh Jenny, get in the shower day. And she goes, no, it's not a shower day. Uh, and then we sort of realize, oh, yeah, no, she doesn't have to shower today. So maybe you should get on that 10-year-old schedule. Ellie. I totally applaud that. I remember when I was a kid, I took one bath a week. I called it Mega Bath, and it was every Saturday morning, and I just washed <laughs> myself off. <laughs> Wait a minute, Mega Bath? I'm sorry. Just hold the phone. You, when you were growing up, you cleaned yourself <laughs> one time a week. Yeah, and this Only is not my once. parents' fault. Yeah. Well, it's kind of your parents' fault, Ellie. <laughs> well, I got to tell bit. you. <laughs> I got to tell you, what were they doing <laughs> that they didn't what regulate? I mean, every other day I think is fine, but once a week seems like not enough. Well, it seems like neglect. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it seems that, how old were you? Even back then you were like, I got to call it Megabath. Megabath, yeah, I was smart enough (laughs) to call it something. I was, what, 11? How old are you when you're a kid? I think I was like 11. I don't know. I was old enough to to probably know better. Mega bath. Was was all your brothers and sisters, were they bathing and showering on like a normal schedule? I don't know. I don't know what they were doing. Just like flies were collecting (laughs) over your head. (laughs) And how did my parents not notice? How did they not notice? I'll tell you why they didn't notice. There were three other kids they had to worry about. We all had flies. They couldn't they couldn't trace the fly origin. But yeah, I took one bath a week and I mean, oh Scott, I think we just discovered why Dirty Day was such a great day for me. I think we did, Ellie. Yeah. You know, because your formative years, you're only I mean, your formative years, you're cleaning yourself once a week. And every day now must seem it must be torture for you. Oh my gosh. For one day I was released back into the wild of my youth. What do you think would happen if you went back to a mega bath schedule? Do you think you could get away with it? God bless me if I could. <laughs> Why do I keep saying that? Because <laughs> Ellie really needs her blessings this week. <laughs> you probably would need to be blessed as an adult if you're only cleaning yourself once a week. <laughs> if I returned to that schedule, I, I truly think I would be a happier person. I don't think you'd see any grump days from me. <laughs> I think I'd be just living it, you know, my best, whatever, quote unquote, living my best life. But for real, I would. And so I think you, I think I. I think maybe 2024, you mentioned fall is creeping onto the porch. Winter can't be far behind. And then it's a new year. And maybe the new year is when I return to Megabath. To Megabath. Oh, boy, Ellie. Speaking of Megabaths, we have a mega funny person as our guest today. Atsuko Akatsuka is a very funny 
stand-up comedian, actress, and writer. Last year, she was named one of Variety's top 10 comics to watch, and her debut stand-up special, The Intruder, was named the New York Times' best debut and one of Vulture's best comedy specials of the year. So I'm going to tell you right now, that means it's pretty funny, Scott. I I, I agree. It must, to be such an acclaimed, critically acclaimed. You don't get those acclamations by being so-so, okay? You get them by being the best and very funny. Um, Asuka also created the massively viral drop challenge on TikTok with her grandmother. Scott, have you seen this? I will tell you the truth. This is how I first became familiar with Atsuko, was this drop challenge. Do you know it, Ellie? I do know it. She does these funny, funny dance to Beyonce, and she yep. basically falls down, and now yep. all kinds of people do it. And the best part about it, I'm not I'm not breaking news here, is her, her adorable grandma just <laughs> being confused. Oh, if we don't love her. Yeah, so I can't wait to chat with her. She's what is she talking to us about, Ellie? Uh, she is talking to us about her love of the musical Hamilton. And I can't wait because I, I, I'm a fan of that musical, too. So, Scott, looking forward to talking to Asuka when we get back. OK, everybody, we are back. We are here to talk with Asuka about Hamilton. Maybe you've heard of it. Asuka, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being brave and taking on a topic, you know, that people might be like, okay, but what's been going on recently, you know? (laughs) Right? But Hamilton is the hip new thing, isn't it? The hip new thing that that all the kids are talking about these days? Scott just heard about Hamilton last week. And actually, he had had read about it, and then you mentioned it, and he was like, oh, yeah, and he did some digging. (laughs) I was like, wait, what? It's a musical about the founding fathers? Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. And then there's, and it's got sort of rap in it? I blew my mind. (laughs) Thursday of last week. This is why I'm out there talking about it. I'm spreading the good word. (laughs) It's my religion. You know what I mean? Because you never know. There's always people. There's always going to be people. I was at the airport and this woman was like, you're a comedian? I said, yes. And she, no joke, goes, like Bill Cosby. What? Okay. (laughs) And- I didn't have time to explain to her what happened. So I was like, yes, just like Bill Cosby. That's what I said. (laughs) Some people don't know yet. People haven't been updated. That is the perfect comparison. Of course, we were joking because Hamilton is, in my head, pretty well known. But maybe we're in the bubble. Maybe we're in a bubble. And a lot of people don't know about Hamilton, just like people weren't sure about Bill Cosby. Oh, yeah. So we're out there talking about it to those who aren't as familiar When did you discover how much you loved Hamilton and why do you love it so much? I was a late discoverer of it. Okay. You know, and that's the thing that things come in waves, you know? I know it. Sometimes it's first on Broadway. Sometimes before that, people knew about it, right? When it was like off Broadway or when they were doing tests of it. I wasn't there from the beginning. No, because I was in said sad bubble. Right. Where it's like, oh, my own world. Right. My own stuff. Beyonce. That's all I thought about. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) And then pandemic hits. And when it came out on Disney Plus, I said, I've been wanting to watch Hamilton. Tickets were too expensive for me to see at least, you know, the the original cast. So then I got to see the original cast as if I was in New York right on Disney Plus during a pandemic when we were all sad and cooped up. And that's when I found it. I actually haven't seen the Disney Plus version of Hamilton. Like, did they do it especially for Disney or did Disney just record shows and put them all together? 
I don't know the technicalities, but it was on Broadway. So like they did a show and then they must have known they were being filmed. And it was probably yes. for Disney Plus because they yeah. crushed it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't bring their B game. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't like matinee energy. You know, no. it was like first show of the week kind of energy. Yes. Understood. They knew the close ups were happening. They brought the tears, you know. I have to say during the pandemic, that had to have been such a bomb, especially A, for Hamilton lovers to begin with, but B, for newcomers like you. You must have been elated that it came to you instead of you having to go to it. A hundred percent. I think that's something the pandemic really brought. It's like something coming to you, you know, and it was Lin-Manuel Miranda dressed. I mean, we were joking earlier. No, wait, wait, hold on. Finish your thought. You said dressed. Oh, no, dressed like a founding father. Never yeah. in my dreams, you know. <laughs> It wasn't anything <laughs> profound. I was just going to say what it was. That's all. But thank you, Ellie, for shushing Scott so that I could say that. I need to shut him down <laughs> so you could finish your thought that it was Lin-Manuel Miranda dressed as a founding father. Thank you. Scott, go ahead. <laughs> the, the irony is that I was just going to ask to take a step back for the listeners who may not actually have heard of Hamilton. <laughs> Oh, right. Thank you. Thank you, Scott. You you were about to say it, so that's why I feel especially humiliated. But yeah, the historical Broadway musical about Alexander Hamilton, played by Lin-Manuel Miranda, also written and conceived by him, etc. What did you like most about it when you discovered this in your pandemic home? What was it that spoke to you? Even when it came out, I was like, what is this? It's like a musical about founding fathers, which I don't really think about those guys on the daily or maybe even super care too much. But then it was cool to know it was like an all people of color cast and there were nods at immigrants building the country and I'm an immigrant and the songs were catchy. And so when I watched it, all those things rang true. And it was like this thing where you might have high expectations of something. And for me, it really delivered, you know, you're cooped up. I'm in America and um, morale's low. But then it's like, yeah. I don't know, Philippa Sue, someone that looks like me, plays Eliza Hamilton. And I love a musical where I understand the words. Oh, my gosh. During the songs? 100%. <laughs> oh, yeah. my gosh. Enunciate? Enunciate. And they do that. Yeah, you do understand every word. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Hearing you talk about it, because I did see Hamilton. It's going to come out one way or another. We'll probably talk about our own experiences with Hamilton at some Mm -hmm. point. So I'll start mine. Yeah. Let's start in the order of like who discovered it. And since Scott just found out about it, what, yesterday? (laughs) So yes, Ellie, you start. I saw it actually in what you called the off-Broadway iteration of the show. I'm very impressed by this. The tone of my voice is shock slash contempt because I never would have expected you to be so cool. (laughs) That is is a very cool cool thing. How did you do that? How did you do that cool thing, Ellie? I'm not kidding. There's very little about me that is smart enough to like play it cool. But now that you're talking about it, yeah, it's the coolest thing I've ever done. So anyway, I went to see it there before the hype, before the buzz. So Mm -hmm. I came into it with no notion of what this thing would be. And I really enjoyed it. But I saw it at a time of relative calm in the country. And so I Mm. think I thought, okay, like this is a great musical and I love the music. But compared to your experience of seeing it during one of the lowest points of American, not one of the lowest points, one of many low points in American history, (laughs) that's a nice thing, I think, to help buoy you. And maybe, I don't know if it changed your perception of America and the founding fathers, maybe it didn't at all. For sure. It felt like the new America retelling the story, adding themselves in it. And because of that, I really like it. And the people who have made fun of it, always talk about how cheesy it is and how easy it was to just get on board because it's just like, oh, great, everything rhymes. Alexander Hamilton, Hamilton, (laughs) Jamilton, peanut butter Hamilton, peanut butter Jamilton. I'm quoting one comedian that goes on stage and does this. And then he's like, oh, my God, it's so good, you know? And it's like, you don't understand. He's also like this white guy 
not to make it about race, but it's like, you don't know. Like, I'm the second Asian American woman to have a stand-up special on HBO. The first one was Margaret Cho. It took 22 years in between. Need to know what you think about it being called Max. I think it's a little confusing. I know there was a sale, but it's Max now, and it's confusing because it was always HBO, right? Yeah. I mean, no. Of course we're confused. (laughs) Like, if I can explain it to my grandma, then I'll forgive you. But I tried explaining this to my grandma, and I think I don't, she hasn't come back from it. Like, she's, she's, she's still haunted. She's not well. My grandma is unwell. She doesn't operate like she used to, okay? She used to be quick. She used to wake up early. All from your attempt. Yeah, I was like, okay, sit down. I have to tell you something. You know HBO, right? And then there was HBO Max, and now there's Max. Literally, her eyes went to the back of her head. She has not been the same. And I don't... I kind of, I'm, I'm mad. I'm mad about what they I did understand. to my poor grandma. Yeah. I get it. Well, I would be mm-hmm. too. Yeah. I want her back. <laughs> so like, okay, I'm sorry. When something is going to change minds, it's going to be a little cheesy. It has to be. I saw a clip during the pandemic too of a little Asian girl watching Hamilton, pointing at Philippa Sue and going, that's me. You know what I'm saying? So everyone has their own experience with it because everyone also has a different background. And I think that's what's cool is that like, no matter when you watch it or who's watching it, you can always understand the words. Thanks to the enunciation. No, that's not what I was going to say. But you know what I mean? (laughs) That's what makes it great, really, right? (laughs) I think that is necessary to point out. If something is being described as corny or cheesy, okay, but maybe it has to be that way to like, have an impact? Because otherwise it feels inaccessible in some way. Does that make any sense what I said? A hundred percent. It's like conceptual art. I think that's why sometimes things in the art world, to me, lacks humanity and feeling. You tape a banana on the wall, right? And then you tell the audience, now you figure it out. That's (laughs) anti-human to me. I agree with you. (laughs) It's like, uh, I paid money to enter this gallery and you're telling me I have to do the rest of the work? You brought the banana and duct tape? Things I have in my house? You know what I mean? I'm not crying at the end of this exhibit. I'm leaving. Yes! You're crying for the wrong reason. You're crying because you spent $20. Yes. Yeah. I'm crying because I was undocumented. I moved to this country with big <laughs> dreams. And now I'm entering a gallery because I like art. And I was told this was going to be art. And it's a banana that maybe only has two days left. <laughs> Do you know the art piece I'm talking about? You're kidding that this is an actual art piece. I thought that you were doing a bit. This was a real art piece, just a duct tape banana? Yes, during the pandemic, it went viral because it was going for an insane amount of money. And someone like me went up to the art piece and ate the banana. I'm on your side. That seems like a waste of everyone's time. And that's what the guy who ate the banana was trying to say, too. Okay, so he (laughs) ate the banana... I think as protest. No, I I think even eating the banana is a waste of time. Sure. I don't know where I stand on this anymore. I I just, give me Hamilton. (laughs) Hamilton is obviously a hundred million times better than that. We were joking before. I mean, I'm a longtime Hamilton fan. And very simply, the music 
kicks ass. And then second, the story is awesome. Cheesy, corny, I don't care. It's a 10 out of a 10. I was skeptical going into it because everybody liked it so much. Mm -hmm. And like whenever something's universally acclaimed, I'm typically pretty skeptical. I'm a contrarian. (laughs) And then you see it and you're like, holy it really delivers. Well, yeah, what were your expectations going into it, actually, Esco? It was high because, you know, I'm an easy watcher, especially with things that are in the zeitgeist, like mainstream, you know? Yeah. And it's easy to, like, poo-poo on that stuff. Can we go around and talk about, like, what's the coolest thing about you? Yeah, we can. Oh, boy. Give me short conversations because there's very few cool uh, things about me, Asko. <laughs> well, I'm curious. Were you joking that you're a contrarian? I wouldn't say I'm typically a contrarian, but whenever anybody's like, oh, my God, this is the best thing, you're going to love it, then I typically am a little bit skeptical. And I'm almost always wrong. Mm. I'll give you another example. Everyone said they loved Succession. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, it's so smart. It's so brilliant. The writing is great. The acting is great. And I was like, I don't know if Succession's right for me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't watch the whole first season. And then finally, I succumbed to the mass desire for everyone to watch this show. And it took me like 10 minutes to be like, this show's fantastic. (laughs) And what everyone said was right. It's like, oh, oh, it's brilliant. So that's how I'm a contrarian. I'm not just going to say no in general. I'm just skeptical of things that everybody loves. And that's stupid of me because I'm usually wrong. There's a beauty to like something that has reached the masses of people. And I was going to say, Scott, congratulations. Like you were hooked on succession. It said it took you 10 minutes way faster than it was for me. I don't get it. And I will say, yes, succession was popular. But could I argue that it was actually popular just within industry folks? That's a very good thing to point out because those are popular among a particular group of people, perhaps. I was always shocked by the success of Seinfeld. (laughs) Yeah. Because to me, that is such an unlikely show to resonate with so much of America. Four strange individuals living in (laughs) Manhattan on the Upper West Side. And everyone's like, yes, we get it. But that's because it was about (laughs) nothing. Have you heard of Seinfeld, everybody? (laughs) Uh, No, 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 no. Here's the thing. I come from a family that doesn't watch anything. So if they listen to this podcast, they're going to be like, whoa, cool. They're going to find out about Seinfeld. (laughs) They're going to find out about Friends. Thanks to YouTube. (laughs) Thanks to YouTube. Spreading the word. My mom and grandma sit in silence. They don't watch nothing. They just watch like Taiwanese news and Taiwanese soap operas. They don't know nothing. They don't know Hamilton. Wow. To return to Hamilton. Is there a favorite song? Oh, oh God. I love this song called Dear Theodosia. Mm. Me and my husband memorized it and would FaceTime our friends during the pandemic and sing it to them. Some of them, I think, have stopped calling us back. (laughs) I mean, we're not singers, but we love the song so much. You would call them up and just sing it to them? Yes. What's wrong with that? Yeah. What are the lyrics? Aaron Burr is writing to his daughter and Hamilton is writing to his son. And they're talking about building a new foundation for the younger generation Mm -hmm. as new parents. So me and Ryan would call people. We would go, okay, we have something for you. And they're trapped, so they can't really say no. And then there we were. Dear Theodosia, just already singing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's our favorite song. That's really 
really beautiful. You really do love this musical. I got to tell you. If you and your husband are forcing your friends to listen to you do renditions of, of your favorite song, you definitely count as a fan. Since we've been talking about this, it's really deepened my appreciation of the show Hamilton. It's a fresh group of people that we haven't seen on Broadway necessarily before playing these characters. And in that way, I think it's profound because I'm thinking of it compared to other Broadway hits, Phantom of the Opera, or maybe I'm thinking of Cats. And I Mm -hmm. actually don't know what Cats is about now that I'm thinking about it. What do you mean you don't know what Cats is about? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ellie, (laughs) Cats is about cats. Yeah, what do you... Phantom of of the Opera is about a phantom in the opera. And Hamilton is, in fact, about Alexander (laughs) Hamilton, Ellie. Yeah. Did you uh, watch the movie Cats? What is it about? So, unfortunately, the movie uh, doesn't help with figuring out what it's about either. (laughs) But I will say it's the only time my husband walked out of a movie (laughs) five minutes in. Not even Taylor Swift could hold his attention. Oh, she barely even got a chance. He got up and audibly said, no, no, I can't anymore. (laughs) And then just stormed out of the theater. There were children in there. Taylor Swift is in Cats? Oh, yes. Surprise. Yeah, she... A lot of people... (laughs) A lot of people said yes. This is crazy. Hey, Doug Gottlieb here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making the now perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines the raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. With the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. With new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a brand new Samsung A14 on them. Straight Talk Unlimited plans start at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Who wouldn't want a few extra bucks in their pocket? Straight Talk is a great everyday value on wireless. Plus, it all runs on the most reliable 5G network in America. So treat yourself to Straight Talk today. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk Extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Straight Talk utilizes the network with the most first place rankings and root metrics 1H 2023 5G reliability assessments of 125 metros. Results may vary. Not an endorsement. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. 
before most people are even out of bed. I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Wait, have we reached any conclusions about Hamilton? You know Lin-Manuel Marina. Yeah, I didn't know he knew who I was. But after my special came out, me and my husband did like a lip sync to In the Heights, another Lin-Manuel Miranda musical, you know. We posted it and then Lin commented and I was like, oh, what, you know who I am? Excuse me? You know, and so we had a back and forth. He's like, I watched your special. I think you're a genius. It's so sweet. And then David Diggs, who played Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson in the musical, he just watched my special last week. It's a very recent friendship, okay? I'm very vulnerable. Uh, David Diggs, that guy, when you asked earlier, something that was throwing me for a loop, what does it mean to be cool? I thought it was an impossible question to answer. And then names come up and it's like, no, David Diggs, he's cool. Beyonce, super cool. Mm -hmm. Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz is cool. Taylor Swift is cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like the effortless thing, right? I mean, yeah. the people you named before, like Lenny. Okay, Lenny danced so hard, right? That his yes. popped out of his pants, right? Like Yes. That's, no, that's, I didn't hear about that. There's even video of it, yeah. Did you know that, Scott? I did not, no. But there's no chance I'm not going to try to find that video later. <laughs> Look this clip up. I think he like dropped it low. And then his <laughs> pants ripped. And then he wasn't wearing any underwear because he's effortlessly cool. Okay. Yes. He was like, I'm going to take risks. I know my pants are made of, I guess, paper. I don't know what happened. Was this decades ago or was this in the last year? No, I think like 10 years ago. And oh trust gosh. me, it's not like he liked it. He like, oh, he like no, ran off no, and tried of course, to hide it. Of course. If because he that's enjoyed important. it, that would not be cool. <laughs> yeah, that's very important. Well, now I feel like I have a to-do list of amazing things I have to watch. I got to watch Cats the movie. <laughs> I got to look up that banana duct tape to the museum wall. And I definitely am going to go see Lenny Kravitz's p if you've got a minute, Atsuko, would you stick around and play a little game we call Love It or Loathe It? Yes, I would love that. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> we're back. We're going to play a little game called Love It or Loathe It. And Atsuko, we're going to present you with some items. And we want to know if you love that thing or you loathe that thing. I need to point out there can be no in-between. You don't feel so-so about any of them. You either love it or you mm -hmm. loathe it. Okay. Love it or loathe it. Baby Bell Cheese. Love it. Tell me all about it. Oh, it's like a perfect snack. It's protein. The wax, you can ball it up and keep it in your pocket. Yep. Little stress reliever. Yeah, you can sort of like smoosh it throughout the day. Or if you find a trash can, throw it away. So many options. Love it or loathe it, chicken tenders. Loathe it. Oh, <gasps> hi. I like chicken on the bone. Oh. The flavor's more there because of the bone. And you give me a chicken tender, at least like force bones into it. I won't notice. You know, but I'd rather <laughs> eat it like that. I just want bones. Give me bone. Love it or loathe it? A little band called The Beatles. Love it. Are The Beatles cool in 2023? Are they still cool? I think so because... Their impact was undeniable, and uh, 
It still lives on. Hard agree. Agree completely. When I was a kid growing up, everyone's like, you got to check out the Beatles. You got to check out the Beatles. And then you listen to some of their songs. Pretty catchy. The wisdom of crowds, guys. <laughs> and it's my mom's favorite band. She listens to it when she has her mental health issues. So extra points to them for that. Yeah, no kidding. And I have their haircut. <laughs> so thank you for the inspiration. Love it or loathe it. Cooking. Loathe it. Hard agree. Correct answer. What do you loathe about cooking? I don't understand cooking in that you cook for three hours and then you do dishes for like another two. But the eating part lasts five minutes. Yes. Maybe I'm washing dishes wrong. <laughs> no, you're not. You're like, it should not take you two hours. <laughs> no. But it does. If Then you and I are both doing it wrong. What you just described happened to me last night. Yeah. And nobody felt good. At, it's not like everybody was like, what a meal. Not only is it a lot of effort for not much payout, but like, it's bad. If I pay someone else to cook for me, even if it's McDonald's, they're going to do a better job <laughs> mm -hmm. than no. me because I suck at it. Because they're so paid to do it. So it's a lot of work it. for something yeah. mm -hmm. Love it or loathe it. Another musical, Encanto. Oh, love it. Love it. Yeah. It made me cry. My children have seen it, but I have not actually seen it. You know, because I'm childless, I do the watching that my kids would have done. Mm -hmm. Love it or loathe it, buffets. Love it. Options, options, options. I think I could see that one coming. I should mention this is an all-you-can-eat buffet. Is there any other kind? I guess there's one by weight. I don't like those. Oh. Oh, right. Like the Whole Foods buffet. No. That's a trick. <gasps> They should apologize to the people. Why are they taking yeah. a name? It seems unfair. Yeah. Are we mathematicians? Are we human <laughs> scales? Right. I hate that system. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I love that we discovered that mutual loathing. Is there anything that you'd like to plug? Yeah, I'm touring right now uh, with my new hour. You know, if you're not like into going to live shows, no problem. You know, but if you wanted to, it's at oddscocomedy.com. Asko, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. I'm still giggling. <laughs> what a great time it was. It was so fun hanging out with you all. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Born to Love. We'll be back next week with brand new things that we love. We want to hear from you. Leave us a review in Apple Podcasts and tell us what you love. We might even ask one of our guests in an upcoming Love It or Loathe It. Born to Love is hosted and created by Ellie Kemper and Scott Eckert. Our executive producer is Aaron Kaufman. Our producers are Sheena Ozaki and Zoe Dinkla. Born to Love is part of Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network in collaboration with iHeart Podcasts. Special thanks to Han Sani, Rachel Kaplan and Adriana Cassiano, Michael Fails, Alex Coral, and Bahid Frazier. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, Shoot that, shoot that! 
and even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.